Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Hammer's right over there with a very special and lovely guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. She is one half of the chicks on the right. Uh, Daisy joins us. Daisy, first of all, let me tell you congratulations. Uh, you got away with leaving your cocaine at the White House, it looks like. So, congratulations. Nobody's going to be charged. It looks like you're going to skate on this one. Glad. I mean, it's the first time I've ever skated on this. So, I mean, you can't you can't leave that stuff laying around at Emmis. You know what I mean? <laughs> right in our but building, yeah. House, but at the White House, you can totally get away with it, you guys. Right next to the Situation Room. That's right. That's totally the, right. The I mean, of- that, this is crazy. Like, I mean, listen, either either they're, they're so inept at the White House or like they're really it's they're very porous security wise. Like either way, we should all be feeling very insecure about the way things are run in this White House. I'm I'm looking at this going. How, we all know. OK, listen, without any answers, we know the answer as to whose coat this was. Hello. <laughs> and the thing is, Daisy, am I tinfoil hat guy? Because I think to myself, they know who it is, whether it's oh Hunter, God. whether it's some sort of staff member. I mean, listen, the fingerprints would have to be on the baggie, and there are cameras everywhere. Don't give me this crap that, well, there's one area next to the most important room in the White House yeah. that doesn't have a video system. Bull crap. They know yeah. who it is. They're just covering it up. Does that make me Alex Jones here? No. Jason, I'm wearing, like, all my clothes are made of tinfoil now. <laughs> Every piece of clothing is all tinfoil. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, mm-hmm. I and but plus there's the fact that Hunter Biden does have a record of leaving things behind and forgetting yeah. about them and not returning to pick them up. <laughs> the laptop and, for and, the hell. Right. And of, and of being a complete crackhead. So there's Sure, that. there's that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. almost like whether you're talking about the Department of Justice or what's going on in the White House, this time in history, maybe it's always been this way, Daisy, I don't know, but it seems like right now, the folks in charge are just giving you two double-barrel middle fingers <laughs> lying right to your face saying, yeah, we didn't find anything. What are you going to do about it? Exactly. They, they're doing exactly that, and there's no accountability, and they can get away with it. And I think, and you know, when we say there are two tiers of justice, it's it's absolutely true. They can do whatever they want, and they are laughing in our faces about it. And that's what's so disturbing is that they're getting away with it, and they're mocking us at the same time. And it's got to piss – it just – I can't be the only one that it pisses off. Right. You know? <laughs> I spoke to some police officer friends of mine over the weekend, and they told me, you know, with all the video that they have access to at the White House, if they had access to that, they could have figured this out in 30 minutes. 30 minutes yeah. to an hour is how long it would have taken a competent police officer on a legit investigation to comb through the video, run the fingerprints, and figure out whose blow it was. Yeah, they know. I mean, they totally know. And I think the thing is, when people on the left try to make excuses for it, and they they talk in circles on MSNBC and CNN and all those you know different networks, and they try to make excuses, it's like it just makes it even worse. We all know. We know. 
<laughs> uh, speaking of those networks, what did you think of Tucker Carlson chatting with the Republican candidates sans Donald Trump at this big event uh, on Friday? Because I told uh, some of my friends, you would never find that on any other network. You're not going to see Rachel Maddow be that critical of Democrats on MSNBC. You're not going to see Jake Tapper be that critical of Democrats on CNN. But what Tucker was able to do now on that stage, grilling Mike Pence, grilling Tim Scott, grilling Asia Hutchinson, all of those folks, that was so refreshing to watch. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. I love that format. It's so much better than a debate format because he went deeper than that. And I think, you know, Tucker is in such a great place right now. I think Fox did him such a a great service by laying him off because now he just he gives no craps at this point. And he's and he's so honest and he's so forthright and he asks the questions that we want to be asked. And so he's demanding answers to things that we wouldn't um, we wouldn't be asking these questions or nobody would be asking these questions in a debate format because it would just be the people squabbling back and forth towards one another instead of getting those um, those questions answered that we want answered. And so he did a tremendous job. It was a fantastic. I wish we would have this format every single election moving forward because I just I love the. Well, format. I think the mainstream it, media should be worried. I, I think this is yeah. the format going forward, and this I wasn't on it. mainstream media. This was on you know uh, Glenn Beck's outfit, Blaze TV. Right. Who do you think? It. Who do you think came off of the worst? I thought the it was Hutchins. uh, For sure. um, Oh my God. Pence and Acer, they're done. Pence and Hutchinson, they're just completely done. Like, put a fork in them. Because when Pence, you know, made the comment, like, that's not my concern. America's not your concern. Seriously? Like, he put a fork in him. He's done. Like, he might as well just drop out of the race. Same with Asa Hutchinson. He's, he's, I don't even know why that guy's running to begin with. Like, forget about it. And then I don't think that, you know, I love Tim Scott, but I don't think he was very strong in his answers. And I don't know if Nikki Haley was very strong in her answers either. I don't think that they were expecting, they're so used to being in an echo chamber that I don't think that they were expecting some of the tough questions that Tucker Vivek did well. I I thought Vivek Ramaswamy did excellent. Oh, my God. He's fantastic. I think Vivek and DeSantis came off the best. Yes. Now, I will tell you that I was very disappointed in Trump that he didn't get out there and, and you know, participate. And I feel like it's a civic duty to do those sorts of things. I know that he feels like he's above it all, but I don't think he's above it all. And I don't think Chris Christie is either. I think he needs to get his butt out there and do those sorts of, um, you know, those forums as well. I don't know why he didn't go. I don't know if he had a scheduling conflict or whatever that could have been the case but he needs to do those things too because he's not polling super high but even with trump polling high he needs to do those things he also needs to participate in the debate on august 23rd that's just my personal opinion i think he needs to be participating i don't care if he's the number one guy or he thinks he is he needs to be doing that so let me do a little devil's advocate here then i understand why daisy from chicks on the right feels that way but if you were getting a paycheck and you're your job was to be the political advisor to Donald Trump. And you see these poll numbers in all these states, and you're running away with this thing. Why would you run the risk of having some sort of Mike Pence-like situation with Tucker Carlson, where you could just stay home, prop your feet up, watch all of these other dudes implode? Would you recommend your client, if you were working for Donald Trump, to do these things? I can see, listen, I 
understand where you're coming from because I know you're you're playing devil's advocate there, and I, I get it. But there are people like me who I've stumped for Trump, and I and I like him. I'm, you know, there. I, I will tell you that I am. He's sort of he's making me mad, Jason. He's I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, okay, this is not good. If if you are that strong, and you feel that strongly about you know running the country, you cannot just coast. You cannot coast your way into the presidency. You've got to get in there and you got to you got to spar with the guys who are you got to do the work. You got to get your hands dirty and you got to do the work. You can't just say that this is owed to you. And that is that's where I'm at right now. I'm a little irritated by the fact that he thinks that he can that he somehow is owed this or he feels like he can just coast in there. You got to get in there and do the work like everybody else. I mean, just because you're polling high doesn't mean that you don't have to do the things that everybody else is doing. There are certain hurdles you have to jump. And he's, he's responsible for jumping those, too. Speaking with Daisy from the Chicks on the Right, chicksonthewright.com, how do you think Ron DeSantis' campaign is going so far? Your overall it's feeling? Not, yeah, it's not going very well, is it? Well, I mean, just <laughs> purely looking at the polling numbers. Yeah, and it's weird because he's done such a great. He's been such an effective governor, so I'm actually shocked by it a little bit. I don't understand it. I think the media's been very unkind to him. They're unkind to his wife. Um, I don't. I don't quite understand that because he's been so effective and so great at governing. So I don't. I mean, his his record should speak for itself. So I don't quite understand that. But I mean, it is what it is. I guess he's just not. He's not pulling well. Now I don't always. I don't always believe the polls because I think polls are bullcrap. Um, but if you go just by the polls, he's not doing so hot. But I guess we just have to see what happens in the primaries, right? So you bring up his wife. Now, she was doing a lot of events in Iowa by herself. She has kind of started this grassroots moms committee, if you want to call it that, fighting back at a lot of this ridiculousness. Now, if there's one area where Donald Trump is vulnerable with voters, it's women, suburban women especially. Right. Is this an area where Casey DeSantis can really rescue her husband, Ron DeSantis's campaign, by bringing in a lot of women voters. Yeah, I think she's awesome. And when it comes to suburban women, she can um, definitely get in there and be powerful with them, with suburban women, because people are ta- they're calling her like tacky Onassis and America's Karen. That's what they're calling her, which I find so hysterical because you put her wow. up against a Jill. You put her up against a Jill Biden. I mean, Jill Biden wears drapes. First of all, she raises crackheads, <laughs> you know, and she hates her husband. Let's just get real, because as evidenced by the fact that she even let him run for president because he has demanded. Dementia. But I mean, if you go beyond that, I, Casey DeSantis is a, a force to be reckoned with because she, you know, she is out there. She's strong. She has a career. She's, you know, she's doing and saying all the right things when it comes to appealing to suburban women who want to protect their children. And they have young children, too. So when she right. makes the case of protecting kids, it's coming mm-hmm. from a place where people feel like she's genuine. Absolutely, because I think she is genuine. She's doing that because she does care about her young children, and, all, and that that definitely resonates. It's it's definitely speaking to young mothers and also older mothers like me. What are you working on right now? Chicksontheright.com, Daisy. Oh, my gosh. Well, we've been talking a lot about what happened, obviously, last Friday with this Tucker thing. And then, you know, moving forward, just all the craziness of what's going to be happening with these primaries, you guys. It's just I think it's a crapshoot. We have no idea. I mean, it used to be that we would have some semblance of this is what we think is going to happen. But 
I just don't know. It just seems like it's all up in the air, especially with Trump facing multiple indictments while running a campaign. Every day is a different day. And I guess that's what makes our jobs fun, right? (laughs) Check them out online, chicksontheright.com. Daisy, you are a rock star. Thank you so much. Thanks, y'all. Talk to you soon.